Hello, hello, hello. That's kind of a funny way to introduce. Just go with it, right? <laughs> um, anyway, hey guys, how's it going? Um, super glad to be hopping back on to um, do another episode here. I actually had no idea that iTunes accepted my um, like account or however, again, technical, not me. If you're looking for someone who totally gets technology, you're at the wrong podcast. <laughs> um, but I had no idea that uh, they had accepted my uh, original podcast and I had no idea these had been published. I'm really pumped to be um, on this third episode now. So today I just wanted to dive right in. Something that's been on my mind lately um, is just the struggle with anxiety. It is real. I know so many people struggle with anxiety. Um, maybe it's been a lifelong thing. Maybe it's been just in different seasons. Um, but it's a struggle for so many people. And a lot of times anxiety is like misdiagnosed, we'll say. Um, and by no means am I trying to diagnose anyone here. Um, I'm not, I have no medical background, but I do know, um, I, you know, just knowing people and hearing about stories that people often don't realize that they're struggling with anxiety. They relate it to stress. They're like, oh, th- those are just feelings of stress or that's just angst or worry. Um, when it is by the book anxiety. Um, and I'm not big on labels either. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think we have to be very careful when we're labeling ourselves just because words really matter. They're very powerful. The more that we speak things out, um, the more that they can have power over us. But I also don't want anyone to feel ashamed for struggling with anxiety. So it's kind of this this line that we walk where we're not trying to categorize ourselves as something so that we um, are always stuck in it, but also we don't feel shame around it when we're when we're struggling. Um, it's it's balance, it's um, figuring out um, what how we can be true to ourselves and, and do and say things that are gonna only help us be the best versions of ourselves. And if you're someone who struggles with anxiety, um, unfortunately like an anxiety is going to be a part of your life, but it doesn't have to be your whole life. It doesn't have to be something that, um, you know, takes over, right? It doesn't have to be that. Um, a little background on me, just so you know my story a little bit. Um, I've struggled with anxiety for as long as I can remember. I am someone who did not realize it was anxiety until I read a book and, um, the book basically was describing like anxiety, depression, and I had every symptom and I was like, oh, Okay, not only do I have anxiety, but I'm struggling with depression. Um, I probably got the worst bout of depression, which was, it, it kind of happened after um, struggling with anxiety for some time. Right after I graduated from college and entered the workforce, I think it was just a ton of transitions at once. I think um, starting a career in something that I had was really passionate about and excited about, realizing that it's not what I thought it would be. Um, it was just a really sad thing, honestly. Um, like, it just made me so sad. I was heartbroken. And so, um, then chronic anxiety kind of wrapped around it with like, okay, what am I going to do now? Am I like an idiot for getting this degree and then wanting to leave? And like, what kind of job can I even have? What am I qualified to do? Like, I got to pay my bills. Like, and I had people telling me things like, oh, this is why there's um, songs about drinking on the weekends. Everybody hates their job. I remember being told that at about 22 years old, and it was the most depressing thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you're just telling me I'm just supposed to like hate my job for the rest of my life and just deal with it. And it's crazy because back then, personal growth, development, um, connecting back to myself, meditation, none of that was a part of my life. But I remember thinking, 
when that particular person said that to me, like, that can't be right. Like, that cannot be accurate. That cannot be the truth and the life that I'm like destined for, right? And maybe some of you had similar experiences where someone said something to you, spoke something to you, and you just knew it wasn't truth. And and don't get me wrong, I don't think this person was actually trying to be discouraging. I think in her own way, she was trying to be encouraging, like, hey, it's okay, we're all in the boat together. But it really didn't help. Um, side note, when someone tells you something like a struggle, it is our tendency sometimes to say like, oh, you think that's bad? Well, here's what I'm going through. Or if this makes you feel any better, I had a crappy day too. It doesn't make anyone feel any better. I, I've caught myself doing that before when someone's like telling me something kind of crappy that happened to them. I'm like, oh, well, here, let me tell you what happened to me. We're in the boat together. But really, it just, I mean, if they care about you, it adds to their sadness and frustration or whatever too. They're like, oh man, I was upset for me. Now I'm upset for you too. Let's not do that anymore, friends. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's all... um be in it together and say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry you're having a hard time. I've been there too. What can I do to help you? What can I do to encourage you today? Um, I'm like, that's that's something I need to commit to as well. I need to be more mindful of being supportive and not just sharing my crap um, it, when someone else is sharing theirs. <laughs> anyway, back to the story or back to um, kind of what I was mentioning. <clears throat> Maybe some of you have had one of those moments where you're like, okay, what this person just said is not my truth and it's not a truth that I'm going to claim. And I think really that's when my whole my whole life started to shift in another direction. It happened very gradually, not all at once, but I just really started seeking out how to have more joy in my life and how to um, really just live life instead of like dread life. Um, and I mean, the work that I was doing was exhausting. It was stressful. It had taken over so much of my life and I had fallen into a depression. Um, and so kind of fast forwarding to later in life, again, I, I think I, I've realized anyway that for me, patterns, there's there are patterns for my anxiety and depression, like bouts, I guess you could say. I mean, there's always kind of a struggle there, but it, it revs up really bad when I have changes in my life. I don't handle change the way that I would like to. Um, I don't, I don't handle um, it well. I worry a lot about everything that could go wrong. And I've really been working on it. We're actually in a season of change right now. And I, that actually is what has inspired me to kind of talk about on this podcast is to um, just kind of share some, some tweaks and, and slight changes I've made in my own personal life to help the change be less stressful and help me feel less anxious and hopefully not be, you know, overcome with anxiety and depression. So like I said, a little background on me. So you just kind of know where I'm coming from, where, you know, what my story has been. Um, so fast forward to now, to today, to you, maybe a different season in your life or different seasons, maybe things you have coming up, maybe things you're still dealing with that have been going on for a while. Um, you know, just kind of taking some time to unpack those. So lately, probably in the last like six weeks, I've noticed um, like full on anxiety attacks, which means for me anyway, and I always, I was always trying to care, be careful between anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And I honestly, in this moment, I cannot tell you the difference between the two. I know there is a difference. <laughs> um, whichever, a panic or anxiety attack this is what it looks like for me. It's been, I'm just like overcome with this like feeling of fear and stress. And my heart starts beating really, really fast. Like I'm running. Um, my breath becomes shorter. Um, I just feel very overwhelmed, kind of like tingly. 
Um, and I just feel like I need to sit down. Like I'm just like, oh. And when that starts to happen, I'm actually first, I tell myself that I'm grateful for that, for the signal. Um, or as I will tell you, this <laughs> is before, that's not something that I ever would have acknowledged because it's like, oh crap, this feeling again. Like why? Why do I always have to be overwhelmed? Why do this? Why do that? You know, and I shame myself. And so I've kind of shifted into the mindset that, okay, this is happening. It's my body's signal saying like, hey, you need to address this with yourself. You need to take care of yourself. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my body being able to tell me, hey, you need to check on you, right? Just like my daughter, you know, cries or screams in her crib or whatever, you know, she falls down and cries or she bonks her little head and cries. Like that's a signal. Hey, I need you help me, right? That my body is signaling me and that is a good thing. So I try to just stop and say like, oh, thank you body for taking care of me, which already shifts my entire mindset and thought process toward the anxiety panic situation that's going on within my body just immediate grace, immediate gratitude, right? It's like me putting my hand on my own back. Like, Hey, I'm here. What do you need? And I try to slow down my breaths, just take deep breaths and kind of hold it and then exhale. You know, I don't know if you guys could hear that, but I just did it. (laughs) And immediately my body will start to like release. Sometimes it's faster. Sometimes it's slower. Sometimes it takes longer to, to calm it down. But between me doing the gratitude and the breathing, I mean, it's always a huge improvement. And then I tried to just remind myself that whatever situation I'm stressed about, whatever's the thing, the trigger, um, is it, it, it doesn't have to take over, right? So let's say that it's like a call from work that was super stressful and it's making me worry about something, you know, just it, it adds a lot to my to-do list, this call from work. I'm like, okay. The call is neutral, right? The call is not good or bad. The information I got was not good or bad. It just is, right? And I get to decide how I'm going to take it on. And you write down a to-do list and figure out what I'm going to do first, second, third, and just go from there and remind myself, you know what, Allie, you're just human. You're just human. And so you're going to do this to the best of your ability and all is going to be okay. Like the world will not crumble and crash down. Um, today it will not (laughs) and so trying to like just remind myself that like situation circumstances are neutral that they're not good or bad it's our thoughts around them and if we can reframe our thoughts that can really calm us down and help us address things more head-on um versus allowing the anxiety to like creep in and and stress us okay and I know let me just tell you guys I know that it sounds easier than it is so please don't misunderstand when I'm telling you all of this that like I'm just like I think I'm like amazing at all of this that I've just mastered it all that I don't have anxiety at all about anything and that the second I start to feel um you know that stress coming in that I just you know it goes away, I push it away and I'm good. Like that's not the case. This is a daily practice, right? I like to remind myself that it's like brushing my teeth, taking a shower. It's something that I have to do every day. Like my teeth aren't going to stay clean and healthy if I'm not taking care of them, right? My mind is not going to stay healthy or at least in a healthier state if I'm not working on it. So it's not a bad sign to have to work on it every day. 
It's not. And I used to tell myself like years and years ago that like one day I'll just overcome this anxiety. I'll just overcome it and it won't be a part of my life. And, and you know, maybe that's true. I don't want to say that's never going to happen. Maybe that's true, but I'm not banking on it. I'm just not. I, I, and, and because that also will create this source of stress for me. And then I have this standard within my mental health of who I need to be. And I know, I know from the last like probably five years of my life that when we have this like should expectation, it is not good for us. Um, or at least it's not good for me. I'd be, I, I feel comfortable saying it's not good for anyone, but I for sure know it's not good for me. And so I've, you know, I'm a spiritual person, um, read the Bible. Like that's a big part of my life. My, um, like spiritual, um, relationship with the Lord, um, with God. And one of the things that has really inspired me is in the new Testament, um, Paul is one of the authors of several of the books in the new Testament if you're not familiar. And in one particular part of the New Testament, he talks about a thorn in his side and how he prays, he has prayed that it would be removed, but he, and the Lord has never removed it. And it causes him pain and it causes him, you know, difficulty, struggle. And he realizes that the thorn is there to keep him dependent upon God. It's the thorn that makes him turn to the Lord for strength. And if this isn't your cup of tea, totally get it. But I think that it's still something to consider, um, even outside of the, like that spiritual part of life. So when I used to tell myself like, oh, Allie, you're going to overcome anxiety. You're never going to struggle with this. First of all, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to overcome it. Second of all, I wasn't realizing that there's so much strength that I draw from struggling with anxiety from struggling with depression, um, in the past, I, I don't, I wouldn't currently call myself or say I'm in a state of depression, but I've pulled so much strength from both of those things in my life. Um, have they been hard? Hell yes. <laughs> have they been, um, like such a battle? Yes. Um, have they felt overwhelming? Yes. Um, would I wish them upon anyone? No, a hundred percent not. Right. But if I can take a step back, and see what all struggling with those things has caused me. Um, a lot of heartache, a lot of stress, a lot of unnecessary stress, right? But also, it's helped me connect to other people who struggle in the same ways. It's helped me learn different ways that I can cope and grow. It's learned me to be, or it's learned me, it's taught me to be more compassionate toward others just in general because I, I know anxiety and depression doesn't pick a certain kind of person. It can affect anyone and everyone. And so I think about, you know, the phrase always be kinder than necessary. It's, it's made me be more mindful when people treat me poorly or are maybe disrespectful or maybe just take a step away like they're not as involved. Then maybe they're going through something because I've been there, right? So it's, I feel like anxiety and depression haven't they don't have to be something that's against me. They can be for me. Um, but it takes that, you know, mindful thought process, right? Um, and so, you know, with the whole thorn in the side, even if you're not a spiritual person, where I'm going with that is, you know, it can be this thorn in your side. And we can all agree it's a painful thorn. It's a tough thorn. It's a thorn we all want to go away. But it keeps us in in constant communication with ourselves. It keeps us in constant communication with checking in on our thoughts and our mindset and serving ourselves well. And if you're anything like me, if you're somebody who um, can get really caught up in serving others and making sure everyone else is taken care of before you're, you're 
you are taken care of, it's, it kind of forces you into self-care. And that's a really good thing. I mean, maybe not the force, but the self-care, right? And so this thorn that I do feel is in my side and that it may or may not ever go away has really been something that's keep kept me um, growing and learning and being a better human um, or even or at least striving toward being a better human and showing up better for myself so that I can show up better for others. Um, so yeah, just some, just some food for thought there. Um, if it's not something you'd ever thought about before, um, I know, I know that the mental health struggle is real and there's so much, let me tell you that I, I don't know about mental health struggle, right? I'm only familiar with what I've struggled with. So I'm not going to pretend that I know all the things that I know that I could even begin to understand your specific experience or what you've gone through, um, I won't even pretend to understand. I'm just here to um, share what I'm learning, the things that are working well for me, the things that have brought me comfort, the things that are helping me um, better cope and be a better, um, you know, human, a better version of myself, um, be more true to myself, um, be a better mama, a better wife, you know, all of that. So I encourage you to do the same that, you know, maybe these things that I'm saying, um, Maybe there are things that you've done a long time ago and you're on to the next step. Like, hey, I want to know what's working for you. Um, but maybe you're not quite there yet and you're in the mid- in the middle of the struggle, in the midst of it all. And what I'm saying just feels crazy. And that's okay too. Like, it's okay. I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, and I just want to hold space for you to just, you know, feel how you feel. It's okay if you feel completely stressed out, you feel like the whole world's on your shoulders, you feel like the walls are closing in, it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. And you can still be a really amazing person and still feel overwhelmed. And you can be a really fantastic wife and mom and friend and um, sibling and coworker and, you know, child <laughs> and still be struggling it's not one or the other. You can simultaneously be amazing and struggling. Like we're human. That's the human experience, right? So if there's anything that I can leave you with, um, no matter where you're at in your journey, maybe you're not even someone who's struggling with these things. Maybe it's a spouse, a friend, um, a relative. Um, but if there's anything I can leave with you in your own journey or in your journey with someone else who might be struggling, it's just grace. Um, grace for yourself, grace for others, um, not expecting a perfect person to show up, um, not expecting to be a perfect person. Like you're allowed to have bad days. You're allowed to have moments where you just feel like you're sucking it up or you feel like life just sucks. Like that's okay. Um, it doesn't mean it's a bad life. Like what's that saying? It's like, um, just because you have a bad day doesn't mean it's a bad life. Um, I, I know for me anyway, I'm very quick when I'm in the midst of struggle, when things have been hard for a while to just like ugh, discourage myself and say like, I'm just always going to be this way or it's always going to be this way. That word always is dangerous. <laughs> um, and I just like, I'm so negative. I'm, ugh, I'm this, I'm that, you know? And it's like, no, you're just struggling right now and it's okay. Like that doesn't mean you're a negative person. That doesn't mean you're a broken person. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. And I think the more that we can speak that truth and honesty to each other and to ourselves, um, 
the more growth really does happen, the more healing really. I, I mean, I really use growth and kind of healing simultaneously, but really the healing starts to happen. And so if, if you're the one who's struggling or you've been struggling, you've struggled in the past, you know, something comes up in the future, which I hope not, but hey, it's life, right? That you just remember to show yourself grace and love and maybe practice like talking to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend or your child. Um, I did a kind of a, an activity practice with um, a client of mine and asked her, you know, how, if her child did something similar or was struggling in a similar way to her, what would she say to her child? And that was mind blowing for her because we have the capacity to love our children so far beyond like like that is grace right there, right? We, they can make us totally crazy and do crazy things and like, ah, uh, you know, all of that. If you're a mama or a dad, you get me. And we still love them like a hundred percent. Like we say, we have so much compassion for them and we say the most encouraging things to them. And so when she was able to step away and talk to herself as if she were her own child, she was able to love herself so well and it was really powerful for her. And honestly, as the coach, it was super powerful for me to hear what she would say to herself. And uh, I was like, man, I need to do more of that. I need to do that practice more often. So just grace for yourself, grace toward others. If you're not the one who's, who's struggling and you're just listening, but you have someone in your life who is, or might be, maybe you don't even know, but you just have noticed that they're going through a hard time. They've told you they're going through some hard things some changes. It doesn't even necessarily have to be hard. I'll throw that out there too. Like just change can really be a hard thing um, for people, even if it's very good change, right? Change is good, but change is hard. If you've ever heard that before. Um, so, you know, someone in your life who maybe just started a new job or is making the transition from being a stay-at-home mom to um, working full-time or going back after maternity leave or moving to a new city or um, going through a separation um, from boyfriend or girlfriend, um, going through a divorce, right? Um, having a death in the family, even if it's not like an immediate family member, right? Or having a friend that's sick, struggling with cancer. I mean, all of those things can create, well, and a lot of that, that was probably some of those were poor examples because I was trying to say that not everything has to be a bad thing, but some of those things were hard, hard, hard things, but it can be something as simple as like buying a new home. Like family can be really excited about it, really pumped about it, but it can still be super, super stressful and generate a lot of anxiety. Um, having a new baby is so exciting, but it can really generate stress and angst in people. So just being mindful, um, and just looking to show grace and to just show up well for people and love them and just say like, Hey, it's okay. If you're struggling with this right now, there's no judgment coming from me. I'm here for you. You know, I just, I, I don't know what to say in this moment. This is like one of my favorite things that I've learned to sell someone when you don't literally know what to say or what to do and say, Hey, I don't know what to say in this moment, but I want you to know I love you and I'm here for you. Ah, oh, so powerful. Um, sometimes we seek out like the right words to say. We seek out like, oh, you know, wh- what would be the best thing for me to say? Like, oh, let me know if you need me. But really it's just letting the person know like, hey, I'm not sure what to do in this situation, but I love you and I'm here for you. And um, let me give you a hug or, hey, I'll come over later and uh, let's sit and have some coffee or let's have a glass of wine or let's go out and get some Chick-fil-A. I don't know. Totally like mom over here. Like, let's go rock around Target. Anyway, um, so those are my thoughts today on just the struggle. The struggle is real and um, yeah, it's real, but 
You know what else is real? Love and friendship and grace. And uh, I think those have way stronger vibes. So lean into those things. Lean on each other. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts, feelings. Always love chatting with you guys. Hope you have a lovely day, weekend. Um, Take care, guys.